Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why do I go without coffee for like a week and then overdo it when I decide to get back on the train? Why? It is jitter city up in here. Sometimes I do a little dance for my cat. Hey, I'm not hurting anyone. No, cat dancing is good exercise. I also sing to my cat. I also sing to my dog. Why else have pets? Indeed. That feeling when the weekend forecast says rain, but ends up being super epic. So you bask and play and toast the good weather people everywhere. Have such a good day. world we didn't see you there welcome to have such a good day the show that wants you to do just that episode 145 how is everybody doing out there no really really be honest we're all friends here yeah how the hell it's, are you doing it's okay to not a be okay breakfast? it's important <laughs> yeah. to eat a proper breakfast are you getting enough fiber actually sarah i've been putting i don't know if you do this but like i make like a a yogurt granola in the morning and i put uh chia seeds and kind of ground up flax in there Mm. I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I feel that's, like it's, it's a, a healthy fiber. breakfast. Yeah, yeah a little omega-3 action. And exactly. All the, all the things. But I have to tell you, so... <laughs> yes, please, please. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I have my morning ritual, as you and I both do, and we, we share our, our wordles. And I get my coffee, I sit by my window, and my cat curls up in my lap, and I, I do my wordle. You know, <laughs> I just... I, I feel like I'm pretty good at Wordle. I'm good at word games. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I know there's like maybe a slight strategy, but a lot of it is kind of blind luck. But there's this type of of Wordle that really grinds my gears, as you would say. I, and I like a challenge. Like I, I am happy to have a word challenge. <laughs> do but I this say one that seems a lot? Unfair. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. But I was like, but, as I would say, okay. Yeah. All right, but uh, cool. not giving today's wordle away. But for example, like say you do, you put night. You know the word night, and then you have everything but one letter. Like say you don't have the first letter, and sure. so there's like literally like a dozen options it could be yeah, fight could be sight, light, or fight might, sight yeah. and and that's the one that really bothers me because you you kind of have to just take a stab in the dark especially when there's more than three or four <laughs> options you're uh, looking for something that requires a little bit more skill right wordle is it is yeah, a lot of you know, I, it, it, it is, is a lot of blind luck, luck. 
I mean, I do a lot of, I mean, I, I do the crosswords, I do the mini crosswords. I mean, I'm a New York Times subscriber, so I do all those games, like the spelling bee, the, I mean, it's endless. I mean, I'm even doing like uh, Sudoku now, which I never used to do. Oh yeah, and I, used to, I used to be a Sudoku player. I, I spend quite a bit of time doing the crossword all, the Quirtle, the, the French <laughs> version, which I got in one try, by the way, yesterday. I, I have to pat myself on the back because I put, I don't know why, but this word just popped in my head. Vash, which is cow. This is yesterday's, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. hopefully I'm not giving yeah, anything away. Yeah, no by the time you're hearing this, the day will be over. Exactly. And We're fine. I put Vash in. Like, I've never used that. Like, I mean, it's not that risky because there is an A and an E, but it isn't my first choice. And I got it. It was just blind luck. Well, I, uh, I you were talking about your breakfast. Uh, this is not something I ate for breakfast, but last night for dinner, I ate two artichokes. <laughs> just wanted to let everybody you. know that that's what <laughs> dinner was last night. Well, what did you dip? Did you have a dip? Oh, yeah. It's mayonnaise. Yeah, gotta, gotta go with mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Yeah. I I I like my lemonade, which is a it's the it's this brand called the Ojai Cook. Um, they mm. make a bunch of different like not I wouldn't even call it fancy mayonnaise, but mayonnaise that has a little flair. It's um, not aioli, has, but it's somewhere no, in between. It's, it's a it's it's as if you just squeezed a lot of lemon juice into mayonnaise, but it's not runny. You know, it just oh, tastes okay, lemony. It. It's it's Yummy. very good. Yeah, but um, no, I have this thing where so. Uh, I'm an artichoke fan. Uh, not everybody is, uh, but I love them. But <laughs> they're 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 often really expensive. Even though in California they're probably going to be less expensive than, you know, other parts of the world where it, they would have to be shipped in from somewhere. Because mm -hmm. there are artichokes that obviously grow uh, in the state. But um, when when an artichoke <laughs> dips under two bucks, I'm like, hmm, that's starting to look pretty good. Um, <laughs> and I went to the store yesterday and they were like, 159 each. And I was like, oh, heck yes. You know, get a couple. <laughs> and it's like, I never really want to eat two artichokes at once because I would like to, you know, save one for later. But I just, because there's a lot of steaming involved and you kind of yeah. have to steam it for a while. You don't you do. just like steam it for a few minutes. It's more like like closer to an hour. Some serious steaming going there's on. There's some serious sure. steaming. And so then I've got two nice artichokes. I could just refrigerate one of them, but mm -hmm. then I just keep looking at it and I'm like, why not? Hey, so I anyway. Artichokes very interesting because I am a huge fan too. Like any artichoke hearts, I just, yeah, I always order them when they're on the menu, um, mm -hmm. you know, grilled artichokes. but. And, and they're fun to eat. My boyfriend does not like them. And he's uh, from the Midwest. I, I, I blame the Midwest for everything. But yeah, he doesn't like them. And I'm like, I find them to be the most innocuous flavor. They're like, how do you even describe an artichoke flavor? It's very, it's almost bland, but it's so specific to an artichoke. Yeah, you either love them or you hate them, I guess. They're also, they're also if you're going to eat a, an entire artichoke kind of with your hands because how else mm -hmm. are you going to do it they're messy um they are. it's it's you you just you lean into it or you don't and it's funny <laughs> because there's a lot of other finger food that i'm not crazy about mm -hmm. where i'm like eh, it's just too messy you know yeah, like I, I feel like i need to be wearing a bib right now but <laughs> but i don't know it, i guess it just i ate a lot of artichokes when i was a kid and it was always like this fun thing like ooh, artichoke night yeah so, we used to actually grow them i mean you can't grow them up here but when in los gatos we i remember as a kid like we had artichokes out back it was kind of a trip really 
Yeah, yeah. My dad was a a real green thumb. But hey, guys, welcome to the show that (laughs) unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. Sometimes we talk about artichokes. Sometimes we talk about other snacky things. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're really happy to have you along for for this crazy ride. We sure are. And uh, here we are at episode 145. I know we say this every time, but it's like, how how did we get to 145? I don't know. I mean, Sarah, has it been two years, three years, four years? I'm losing (laughs) track. Have we ever not done the show in our lifetime? (laughs) Could you imagine we started this when we were kids? (laughs) It's been 25 years. Heather and I were eight. And we had this podcast idea. It does and we're feel still like that, actually. It. 145 years later. Serious history, man. Uh, well, we're going to be like all like crotchety, like old ladies, like, welcome to have such a good day. The show that wants you to do just that. Yeah. How we you still doing, Sarah? that for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So much to look God. forward to. Really? Yes. I mean, at least I'm not, I don't know. I, uh, I called myself middle-aged the other day. I don't even remember the context, you know, and someone was like, middle-aged, come on, Sarah, you know, do yourself a favor, you know, you can, you you don't have to say that, but I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm at a middle of lifespan age. Well, they call I know that, 40 middle age, don't they? Like even when you Well, they 40. call 40 over the hill. Um, yeah. I don't really know if middle-aged has a beginning and an end. Mm-mm. But I always thought of it as when someone says that it's like kind of older, not elderly, but you're older. No. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if you if you if you break down and think of like the definition of middle of life, I think I'm mm-hmm. I think I'm probably right about there. Who knows? Yeah, right Maybe I'll there. live to 130 and I'm not middle aged <laughs> yet. One and then you'll be all hope. wrong. <laughs> I'll just be I'll complain for that much longer in my life. <laughs> so much to look so, forward to. I'm telling you. Oh gosh. Speaking of looking forward to things, uh, spring has sprung. Uh, we've talked about this and since we were on the show last, things change around here pretty quickly just because there's kind of like where you live, Heather. I mean, there's just so much flora and fauna, um, Mm -hmm. but the flora is doing its thing. April is a really beautiful time in my neck of the woods and it's uh it's it's been a little cold here a bit a little rainy in fact but but it just when i'm having a when i'm having sort of a i don't know a down day mm-hmm. i can look at that dogwood tree outside and be like you know what though look at that thing that is exactly. one beautiful little specimen it, and nature every, heals everything's okay <laughs> uh what what is not always okay is the amount of dust in my home <laughs> Now, we all are familiar with cleaning houses and the fact that dust happens and you got to dust, right? You don't Mm -hmm. dust, things get dusty. My house is particularly dusty for a variety of reasons. First of all, some of my windows don't totally close fully. It's just an Mm -hmm. old cabin, you know? It's the most charming little cabin you ever did see, but uh, dust gets in, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if it's windy and there's just a lot of pollen around. It's like, it's just going to come in. But I also have these uh beautiful wood walls wood walls wood ceiling everything's you know it's very uh redwoody and so everything shows up you know cobwebs dust all the things and i sometimes (laughs) i sometimes just kind of look at it and go "Hmm, it's not hurting anybody (laughs) but then you know if you have 
and I know you feel this way too, Heather, because you actually do a lot of hosting for like friends and family where you live. Mm -hmm. um, me less so, but when someone is over, of course you, you know, want to make sure that the house looks nice. And there are times where I'm just like, I will never get ahead of this dust. I mean, I can do my yeah, best, never. I, but it's, it's just, yeah. I keep waiting to like get to the end of the road of dust and it's like no it'll just keep happening I mean unless I were to even if I were to like lock down and never open my windows which wouldn't happen but even if I were to do that it still just happens yeah, no one can escape dust dust is like this very strange thing because I think about that too I remember living in the city remember I was on like the fifth floor in San Francisco and you know I was like up high I loved that apartment, apartment of yours me too I think about it uh, to this day it was a very adorable apartment it I gotta really say was. and it was it was like weirdly spacious for I mean it was a one bedroom but it was quite spacious like I had a really yeah. big living room and you had I mean, like for a cool San Francisco, hallway very you know cool like foyer. you, you mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah you don't just like, <laughs> kind of like walk into that front room the way you do in certain apartments it no was, it, was, it, was it was a, a special one. spot yeah I mean the landlord was kind of a dick but that's cool <laughs> Um, I was there for like five years though. I do think about that. I drive by it, by it when I go to San Francisco. I'm like, I live there. It's so cool. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. So that one, I mean, I remember the dust, like the the rubber particles from the cars would settle on the windowsill every time. I, I mean, any other apartment I lived in the city, you'd have that happen, even on streets that weren't super busy. Like I remember when I lived in West Hollywood, we weren't even on a really busy street. But I remember this like black dust, this crud, like on my patio and like on the windowsills. And it used to, ah, it was kind of, kind of stressed me out. And it, you know, it, I mean, it's toxic. It's really toxic. So I, I feel for you dust, no matter where you are, you're going to have some kind of dust, but I almost prefer the country dust because it seems less toxic. <laughs> if that makes any sense. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, who knows? The dust around my house might be very toxic. Who, Maybe you need no to idea. get like a little feather duster and, and like a little outfit and just like have fun with it. <laughs> just <go> full <laughs> French maid on everybody. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Like I have people over for brunch and I'm just like in my little French maid <laughs> outfit, la. like dusting the fireplace. Hello, welcome. That wouldn't be weird at all. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. I don't know. Somebody might appreciate it. Uh, others <laughs> might feel pretty strange but yeah so dust happens and what are you gonna do i what are you don't gonna know do? It's what are you gonna the, do it's well i mean what, what you're gonna you do is accept. dust as regularly as you can but um yeah. i had a uh i did did i tell you about the bat incident yeah and that was crazy I, yeah, that would freak the, me out honestly the bat incident because i've got this it's hard to explain unless you could see my house i don't i don't know how to oh, I've explain seen it house. to everybody well you have <laughs> But um, I've got this loft, you know, where you, you climb up a ladder, um, pretty sturdy ladder. I mean, it's super cool. Hope, hopefully. But, uh, but <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> unless you fall. <laughs> you know, you've you got to use both hands. But um, it gets really dusty up there. And during the bat incident, you know, there was time in the loft and, you know, it was mayhem. And uh, the loft is extremely dusty. And it's like, I keep thinking to myself, like, you know what, I got to figure out a way to get up there and dust that dang thing but mm -hmm. then it's like i'm worried that the dust is going to fall on everything below my loft because the loft is sort of open yeah so, then you have to dust downstairs well and i think like i would have fall. to like maybe like put i don't know like put like 
sheets over all my furniture and then wash the sheets afterwards. It's kind of an ordeal. So it's, we'll get there. We'll get there, everybody. Whoa, I almost called you Heather. Sarah, life is Oh my an God, Heather. Get How weird is that? That never happens like with anyone else. Why am I calling you my name? What is wrong know. with me? We've, we've always been this way. We have a, we have a real issue. Like Bobsy twins. Jesus. We are not the same person, everybody. In fact, we're quite different. We are quite different, but, but we mesh pretty well. Yeah, we do. We're, we're a good um, pair. We're, we're, we, I, we I'm are. your little spoon. Yeah. <laughs> the littlest spoon, <laughs> indeed. Well, so how's, how's everything been going with you? <laughs> well, about bats, I'd like to I'd like to circle back on the bat okay. thing. Yeah. Um, because when I, the last time I took my cat to the vet, the vet was so aggro about getting a rabies shot. And, and it's controversial getting shots for your pets because it's kind of like vaxxing. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is vaxxing, but like for your animals. And I... I didn't like the idea of the rabies shot because I'm like, well, they're indoor cats. Like, it's fine. And mm -hmm. anyway, so she was saying that there are bats everywhere and uh, you just never know. And I'm like, great. And now that you have had a bat incident, I, I'm on my guard. I'm, I'm on my guard for bats. I'm looking over my shoulder because I don't want to have a confrontation. One, one thing I would like to have a confrontation with is a fox. <laughs> you want to confront a fox? Okay. I, want a, a, I want a fox to come to my window and say hello because mm. we had a guest recently, a couple days ago actually, that wrote this nice review. And it, it, we have a book, not just like the online reviews, but we actually, my dad always had like a journal in there and people like draw or write in there. It's, it's, it's sweet actually. A little guest book. Yeah. We have through, one of those too. Through those. Yeah. It's sweet. And, um, she, the woman who stayed there said that a, a fox literally like came up to the window and like looked in and I would, I would love that so much. So I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. You little foxes, uh, come visit me. I'd, I'd love to see you face to face, but no bats. Bats, please stay away. I'm actually, I am pro bat uh, in you? theory. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, bats don't like scare me or creep me out or anything. I think bats are actually really cool. Mm -hmm. But when a bat is stuck in my small wood cabin, uh, which has you high ceilings. bats at arm's length. It, I know what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, you just, you know, there was a moment where I was sort of like, Okay, if the bat can't get out, because there's only one way out. I have screens on all my windows. You got to go out the front door. Yeah. But the my ceiling is really high, you know, at its apex. Mm -hmm. So it's like if the bat just like refuses to go back out the front door, and then of course I'm worried that like another bat will come in because the front door is open. Yeah. Mayhem. But uh, yeah, totally it, it all it all worked out. But yeah, I was sort of like, will the bat just sort of like also go to sleep? <laughs> tonight if we just can't like make it work <laughs> you know i uh, luckily i didn't have to find out yeah i i do appreciate critters like that i appreciate spiders i do i think they're fascinating creatures i don't want them near me um but i still think they're interesting but anyway so enough about the woodland creatures of the world but i wanted to ask your opinion about something sarah you're a real tech savvy gal and, you know, you. obviously we're entering more of a, an automated world. We've talked about this on the show. There's been a lot more like, you know, spying and all these questions of whether our tech is spying on us and, and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. People put tape over their, you know, their, their cameras on their computer. I don't do that. I'm not that paranoid, but I do know people who are. 
So I'm well, like, and it's not just paranoia. I mean, there's specific reasons people do that, but I don't either. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I guess I don't care that much. I mean, I don't want anyone to steal my identity. That I've heard stories about that. It's a total nightmare. But I, what I don't like too is so you know how you open up a, and I know I can turn this off. I haven't done it yet, but you know you open up like a browser on your phone. And all the stories they're serving to you are very familiar. You're like, well, wait, I was just searching for, you know, those sandals the other day. And it's all very tailored to like your search, right? And that's somewhat of a new thing. Um, are, you and, are you talking about ads? Or are you talking about like news articles? No, like actual stories, like news stories that are like well, too familiar where I'm like, I just watched that movie last night. Or, well, that's huh. not a good example because it could have just launched online but like and my friend morgan actually told me she's like you have to turn off uh app something like in your google and i looked for it i couldn't find it anyway long story short i was perusing online to book an appointment with this consignment shop uh in san francisco i'm gonna be down there next week and i want to sell some shit so i'm, I'm on their website i'm not <laughs> Maybe I'm logged in under me, but like I'm just, I'm not booking it. I'm just looking to see if they have availability on the days I'm going to be there. You know, I'm kind of poking around and then I, I end up not booking anything and I close the browser. Within an hour, I get a phone call from that area and I, I thought it was my insurance guy. I was kind of waiting for him to call me back and mm -hmm. they're like, hi, Heather. And I was like, totally thinking this is the insurance people. And I, and then I realized that this is this consignment shop. Like, hey, I saw that you were looking for an appointment. Um, is there any way, can I help you? Uh, and she knew my name and I'm like, uh, it was so And this confused. was like was a, like, like a person, it wasn't like a robocall. No, it was a person, yeah. a person who I've never talked to before. It was, it just felt kind of invasive. It felt, and I know it's inevitable. This is the, where our world is going, but I just feel like my every move is being watched lately and it just it I don't know how I feel about it. I don't really need someone to cold call me like that. Like no. just because I'm looking for an appointment. Like back off. <laughs> yeah, I mean the only other instance of that that I can I can think that's happened recently because I I recently got to the end of my my car lease and you know, I decided to like just buy my car rather than lease another car. It's ugh, good job. just that's a good thank idea. You. Well, I mean, I'm that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, of course. Sarah, Sarah didn't pay with a bag of cash, everybody. But um, <laughs> but it's you know whatever for for six months or so. You know, I was waffling. What do I do? Blah blah blah. And you know, so you go and check out inventory at various you know car dealerships, and it's like mm -hmm. yeah, all that stuff is stuff where like I just had a browser tab open and then yeah. all of a sudden they call me or they email yeah. me or you know and I'm like I didn't even give Ugh, you any information I don't like that I don't like it either because it's I'm sort of like it's I don't know it's like if you were this is a really weird like this is not a great comparison but if you were looking at a photo of somebody online like ooh, mm -hmm. are they cute and then they like call you and be like hey yeah. you want to know more about me you're like wow like you're I searching was just is not looking. private anymore that's what it yeah. makes me feel like it's like what if i google some weird skin rash or something it's like <laughs> am i gonna <laughs> is my doctor gonna call me and be like are you okay i mean it's just <laughs> well and that is actually i mean you you speak about paranoia but those sorts of things are things that we should think about on oh, some for level. sure. Yeah. I mean, some of my search history is so, I mean, unbelievably mortifying. 
I mean, you <laughs> you would put me in prison immediately. <laughs> and you know, but I'm like, I'm just looking. It's the internet. But you know, what are you going to do? Go. Well, you know, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, I was planning on a weekend indoors because the forecast looked really ominous. And actually, I had a friend who was going to come up. I feel kind of bad because I, I kind of discouraged her because, hi, Rona, if you're listening. But uh, I kind of discouraged hi, her because I was like, well, you totally can come up, but it's going to be raining and cold all weekend because that's what the forecast said. You know, so I was like, I just think maybe you should plan to come up when it's more beautiful. And so yeah. she was cool. It ended up being this like incredibly epic and sunny weekend. And so I was going to binge some Ted Lasso, but then I didn't. I ended up being outside all weekend. And I know who's <laughs> going to be mad at you for that. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like, when is she ever going to watch that show? It's a really good question. Um, so what was so uh, striking to me and what I love about living here, like I, you know, I, I vacillate, like I, you know, I, I'm trying to work this thing where I go to LA, which I've already booked another trip for next month. Like, you know, I have a place that I can stay there that's really beautiful and great. And I'm like, you know, if I can kind of get out more, I think I will uh, feel a lot more contented up here. But, you know, we're pretty isolated. We're pretty deep. We're right on the ocean, like I said. But I, I couldn't imagine not experiencing this place like on a daily basis because it's so special. And the ocean is different every day. The sky is different every day. It's just, it's ever changing and it's fascinating. So over the weekend, we had a stormy week. So it was windy and, you know, there was some rain and the ocean was really rough and big swell, you know, there were surfers out, everything. And this weekend, it just, it was like almost eerily calm. It was like, sometimes when the ocean is that calm, it doesn't even look like the ocean. It looks like a huge lake. Cause it is, mm -hmm. I mean, there's not even one tiny little wave, no movement. Like no white caps. Yeah. None. Stuff that you're and used to. Oh, it is so beautiful. And the tide will be really low. So all the little stacks, you know, the rocks kind of poke up and they're, they're like a dark, almost like a, they almost look like a sort of volcanic, dark, you know, type of rock. And it, I really feel like I'm on some island, you know, and then you see like the, the different um, shallowness of the, of the different areas of the ocean. And it looks like tropical because you've got like the light blue and then the darker blue. And I'm just like, where am I? I'm like in Pacific Northwest. This is a trip. Anyway, so I really relished it. We ended up, we went on a hike. I like climbed, climbed this big rock with I had like my friend's dog in my arms. And I don't know how I did it. I scuffed my knee. You know, it was just like very outdoorsy weekend. We watched some whales. You know, we laid in these warm rock piles at this other beach um, up north that is so beautiful. It's called Big Lagoon. And they, that whole area, this whole area is known for agates, the, the rocks. And agates are kind of like little gems. I've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. And it's so special. And you find one. It's like finding an Easter egg in an Easter egg hunt. And um, it was kind of perfect because this happened on Sunday. And we were like laying in these beautiful, I mean, all kinds of colored rocks. Like just beautiful rocks. I mean, you want to take them all home with you because they're all actually really pretty in their own way. But I'm always looking for agates because they kind of, they really stand, stand out because they're like semi-opaque and they really sparkle. And so, yeah, I just, it, it was like a weekend that made me feel alive, especially after a long winter. And yeah, did you guys do anything fun this past weekend? Email us at hi at have such a good day.com. <laughs> yeah. If Sometimes you did I slur, fun, I swear. You better tell us about it or it wasn't that fun after all. <laughs> no, that, that actually that sounds, that, 
That sounds that sounds really nice, Heather. I yeah, haven't been to the beach. Gosh, uh, been a couple weeks, uh, which is somewhat unusual. I, I like to get out there about once a week, especially with mm -hmm. Odie, to mm -hmm. run him around. Um, we usually go early in the morning, and it's a very it's a very the last time I was there was actually sunset and which is so beautiful because of course you know on the west coast sun setting over the ocean etc mm -hmm. etc but I, I i actually like to go in the morning um because it's pretty in a whole different way you know because the sun's mm -hmm. coming up over the rocks and and whatever but yeah well i'm 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 glad that your warm rock pile uh was <laughs> it's <soothing>. soothing, <laughs> so soothing and calming thanks and, sarah and you centered know you <laughs> it definitely does. It's nature, I'm telling you. But um but yeah, it 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 makes you realize how much you kind of I it, I got to get out. I mean, I get out. It's not that I don't get out, but I think being in a place that's like colder and you know, you you stay indoors a little bit more. I've got a lot of indoor activities that I love and but it's so nice to get out, you know? You realize I've all this like all these amazing beaches nearby and I just I have to make more of an effort. Yeah, I am. I definitely, I'm a creature of habit. Uh, and, and part yeah. of that is, I mean, we're all busy people, but mm -hmm. my, my, uh, my, you know, my series of jobs, you know, everything is, you know, it's, it's very schedule oriented, you know, like down to the minute. And, mm -hmm. and I think because of that, I kind of go like, okay, if I have an hour in between two tasks, I can do this thing. Cause I've mm -hmm. already like mapped it out and I know how much time I need. And I also have to drive everywhere, you know, living where I live, yeah. unless I'm taking a walk. But like, if I'm doing anything specific, got to get in the car. And, and because of that, it's like, I've got my routines and they're great. But, uh, but, but I, I could venture out, you know, I could venture out a lot more, um, and yes. still do things, we you know, can. with the time that I have, but, but not necessarily the same thing every time. For example, when I go to the beach, I always go to the same beach. I love that beach, mm -hmm. but there are like, are like 40 different beaches that I could also <laughs> choose. I just kind of yeah. like that one. So I keep doing it because I'm sort of like, I know if I walk it's like comforting. from one side to the other a few times, it's like three miles, you know, I'm, you know, getting you know my what Fitbit you're gonna stats get. in. Yeah. And, and it's like never not pretty. And mm -hmm. that said, it's good to venture out. Yeah, there's a lot of people that talk about like, oh, have you been here? Have you been there? And there's all these this strawberry rock and this other cove. And I'm like, no, I, that sounds right. awesome. But then I always go back to the same places. I mean, I I do explore a little bit. I mean, I explored this area in college uh, pretty extensively, but we all could get out um, a little bit more, especially from this last couple years of being sequestered. Oh, man, I know. Yeah, I mean, everybody gets a little bit of a pass of not, you know, venturing yeah. you know, out so much mm -hmm. the last couple of years. And, you know, depending on where you are and, and comfort level, there's no right answer there. But this actually brings me to a topic I wanted to just kind of just just bat around a little bit with you, Heather. Uh, <laughs> okay. If you if you could, and I know we both talk about how great it is where we live, but also challenges of where mm -hmm. we both live mm -hmm. um, and places that we used to live and places that we miss or would like to visit again. And I, you know, I'm not like moving right now, uh, but I do as a renter, I know that nothing is permanent. Um, 
at least as far as living situation goes, unless, you know, I own a place at some point, uh, Mm -hmm. which, you know, fingers crossed, maybe I will, who knows. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, if I, if I were, you know, if I were to be like, okay, I'm heading on to the next place, where Mm -hmm. would that place be? Mm. And I'm not talking about, so, I mean, I could easily say San Francisco because I've lived there. I mean, sure. in pretty much every neighborhood of San Francisco for like the better part of 20 years or L.A., which is the city I've lived in the second longest amount of time. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't count childhood, which was up here in Sonoma County where I am now. But like, OK, but like of all the cities in the world, what cities seem cool and maybe I've even been to and mm-hmm. I would love to visit, but wouldn't want to live there. Yeah. And 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 this is you know no knock on anyone who lives anywhere because it's a very personal decision but i think miami is out yeah (laughs) you broke your foot right (laughs) yeah that's where i broke my foot but i mean even and i've i mean i love miami don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong i love miami but i've only ever been there to like you know party yeah girls weekend hang by the Mm -hmm. pool do miami things that's not real life Mm -mm. i don't (laughs) think that is i don't think that would be a place that i would be like let's put down some roots kind of thing i mean i think some people like live that life all the time you know i mean i guess it's i can't i need some i need some rest girlfriend yeah (laughs) but but and and it's I have some friends who have uh, who either live there or have recently relocated and you know I see their like high rise apartments and I'm like wow it looks really nice mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I just don't I don't think it would be for me and I could yeah. say that about a lot of cities like Shanghai like <laughs> I, I, no it's well, especially not, not right now <laughs> well sure but but like there are cities where I'm like ooh exciting definitely definitely into like exploring for sure Mm -hmm. i mean i'll Mm -hmm. go to any city even like a city i don't like i feel like i get something out of it like there's enrichment of like being in a new place and seeing a layout and everything but but to live somewhere is very different than like you know see the sites go to the museum uh you know take a photo in front of that landmark that is so important etc i and and yeah i mean i always say like Oh, I, I could live in Paris. Could I? Probably. But I mean, mm-hmm. I know that, and you've talked about this on the show uh, a lot, that, you know, you had a year in Paris that was kind of, you know, bad weather and at times pretty challenging. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that goes for, you know, that goes for like any place, even if you see it with like the rosiest colored glasses, you know, in theory is is going to be challenging. Uh, and so I kind of remind myself of that sometimes where I get... I get sometimes frustrated or a little antsy because I move around a lot. Um, It's nice not to move around. I actually, because I've moved around quite a bit too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I usually, I mean, my, my threshold is usually about two years, you know, like right around two years, either there's a job change Mm -hmm. or, you know, I sick of my apartment or some combination of both or. So you've There's been there some for what, kind of three reason. No, not even three. No, going oh. on three. Going on okay. three. Going on three. But that's you know that's kind of long for me. And yeah. I mean I I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'll die here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I but I always think about like okay, there's a next chapter going on, and it could be sure. lots of different places. Uh, and, well, that's what's so yeah. interesting. Anything can happen, and that's mm. I mean you've seen kind of what has happened 
to me in the last couple of years. I mean, I got kind of propelled into this other sort of existence, even yeah. though I'm still the same person. But I do like the experience of shaking it up and living somewhere that's a different climate, experiencing, yeah, like whatever culture that is. Like, you know, yes, if you're in the same place day after day, you dig deep and that's really valuable. But I also mm -hmm. like switching it up. I like to see how other people live in these, you know, very different areas, different flora and, and fauna. And it's, I don't know, life is, it makes life feel longer and you have more history because you've, you've changed it up a little bit. I mean, I don't really need to move every two years. I don't necessarily want to do that. But when I, you know, when I was in LA, the, I guess it was a week or two ago and I was there for like a good week. And like I said, I'm in a place that's like a little bit like a pied a terre where I feel comfortable. And, you know, I could picture myself there. If I were to move back to LA, it would have to be under certain circumstances though. I think I'll be a little more particular about where in the city I would live. And the reason why I like this place so much is it's perched above the city and it's kind of mm -hmm. above the fray. And yeah. I don't it know if really I would nice. wanna, yeah, I don't know if I wanna live in the thick of it. I have some friends who just like live, which they have cute houses and they have great lives. But you know, I live down in kind of the West Hollywood area and it's very dense. I wouldn't do that again. I would definitely try to find, and it's hard to find those places in LA. I mean, they're very expensive. Um, I was just looking at the real estate for actually some of those areas. I mean, it's like, you know, at least three mil, if not more. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I would say for me, yeah, Miami wouldn't be my bag. I do love going there. I've had a lot of fun there. I think for me, you know, and I, Sometimes I'll fantasize. I mean, I, I did fantasize about New York for a long time, but I think I wouldn't want to do it now because of it's just too big of a city and it's just, there's a lot, there's too much. I'd rather just visit. But I think places that appeal to me aren't really in the middle of the United States. They're more kind of on the edges, I think. Probably mostly West Coast. I would, I would consider, I've, I've thought about like Santa Fe, I thought would be maybe a cool experience to own something there yeah. just out of state i've never even been there i it, oh, it seems great really cool yeah very cool very cool i like new mexico a lot. i like the southwest i have a friend who just bought a house in new orleans which i always i think that's just amazing so so like romantic and fun and and cool i mean i would i think be too worried about hurricanes and tornadoes and stuff but i have to hand it to them for you know just getting into it i think new orleans is a really special city i'll visit it any day i get the the allure i think for me my i tend to think uh, a little bit further out i have always had a very strong pull to europe and it might have been you know my family history and just going as a young kid and and living there and and all the things but i really fantasize about like living there again and maybe paris maybe a different part of france you know maybe Italy. Mm -hmm. I fantasize about that a lot. Um, I don't fantasize much about living further east, like you're saying, like China. Like I, I am fascinated by China and a lot of those places, but I wouldn't want to live there. It's so polluted. You have to wear a face mask. Like that. That to me, it's important to have some relatively fresh air. I mean, even though I do like LA, you know that the air isn't that great. But <laughs> I know it's I all like, relative. Come on, Heather. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's stuff a, like that. 
I know I, I I get it. I, it's I mean, a lifestyle personal thing, I personal guess. preferences. I mean, mm-hmm. they're you know we all have them, just like we yeah. all have other things. But I also get like I fantasize about getting like swept off my feet by someone. Not like I need that right now. I have a wonderful partner, but I live in a fantasy bubble, Sarah, and uh, like you know whisked off by like an Australian man. Oh and, God! And like okay. I just like moved to Australia. <laughs> just, and what's happening here? <laughs> Really? <laughs> this is a fantasy of yours. Just no, no, like, no, to go no to knock a, on the Aussies. To, no, for sure. Just I just to go to didn't realize you like wanted this for yourself. I think it's just like I, I think I'm fascinated by this just such a drastic different culture. Like I'd want to experience it through the eyes of someone who is an actual local. And maybe it's not like I want to live there. I just maybe I just want to go there and visit my koala. I don't know. I just think about right. it. Right. <laughs> it always comes back to the koala. Uh, you know, it it's does. cool. It's cool. Do we need to do like a top three uh, of where we wouldn't live and where we would live? Yeah, I, or... I sort of feel like I like threw Miami under the bus um, <laughs> because if you happen to be listening to the episode and you either live in Miami or want to or just like it, uh, trust me, I love I love it. I'm just not sure it would be a for me full time type of place. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like top three. Gosh, I don't know. I mean, L.A. I love L.A. Yeah. I I I I think L.A. People have lots of issues with L.A. and many of those issues are totally warranted. Mm-hmm. I find it, and it depends on where you live. You gotta it you does. know you get you get your situation right. I think it's a fun, livable, um, friendly. Uh, yeah. you know, you got everything around you kind yeah. of a place, I but agree. it is, it is what it is. Um, I, you know, there's always, you matters. have to be, you have to be cool to like sit in the car for a while. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, I, when I lived in Venice and I lived in Echo Park, I never drove anywhere. Yeah. And you were <laughs> lucky cause you worked from home, you know? You, well, you yeah. So there, there's, there's, home. there's that I, I, yeah, uh, if you got to commute, it's it's a totally different story. But I mean, it is. people people would go, "What do you mean you don't drive in LA?" Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Well, the grocery store is down the street, and the park is you know right behind me. You know, if I you know doing like dog walkies, and <laughs> I like that croissant place on the corner, and you know, I mean, yeah, you are like, a creature I, of habit. You, <laughs> you yes, you you just you just I really and that's why your experience it. is so you never had to do that like you it's true you you didn't really ever have to do any major commuting and that definitely changes things like well for sure. at, at at there there was a point where I lived way over on the west side right at the uh-huh. beach and I was driving to you know mid city every day mm-hmm. and you know I don't know I maybe I'm just just such an awesome person that I don't hate commuting, but it's like, <laughs> there is something about, maybe not at night so much, cause you're kind of mm-hmm. tired and fried, but in the morning yeah. being like, okay, I'm gonna be in my car for the better part of an hour. Yeah. And I'm alone. I don't you know, mind the Maybe I got either. a coffee yep. and I'm kind of just like- morning radio. Yeah, and you're just being silent and totally. sort of doing your thing. It never really bothered me. But See, I, like I know commutes morning. could be worse than, you know, yeah, the, even evening. the one I had was <sighs> not that bad. I just crawled along. Yeah, like I, I totally know what you're saying. Like I, I actually had one of my biggest commutes was from Echo Park to Venice. Yeah, that's, um, because that's, I worked that's, for Snap. That's brutal. Oh, it yeah. was it was insane. And the problem with it is that the way LA's laid out, it's like there you have to take surface streets. I mean, mostly you you cut through the city. And I didn't mind the morning. You know, I'm peppy. Yeah, I got my coffee. I like listening to the radio. It goes by pretty quickly. 
But yeah, the evening after a long day and it's already dark at five o'clock, that was brutal. And you're hungry and you know, anyway, but, but yes, if you, if you can set yourself up, right. Like if I could set myself up in the Hills somewhere in a Canyon with a modest bungalow, um, yeah, I can, I could, uh, I could picture myself there for sure. But, um, yeah, among other things, uh, other than submitting all of my tax returns, I am feeling pretty good about myself. Uh, no, really though. I, I am donezo with all of that. And yeah, I paid mine yesterday. Boy, is it a load off? Yeah, I owe, I owed a little bit just personal taxes, but like my my personal taxes were really easy. It was more the business taxes that was the real bear. But it's all done. I'm good for another less than a year, and until I do it again. But um, <laughs> I've been I kind of switched gears, and I've been working on a memorial video for my mom, and my boyfriend's editing it. He's an editor, and so we've been kind of working together on it, and it's fun to be kind of back in the bay you know like where you know where our offices are next to each other and like he would just call me you know even though we're right next to each other and hey can you come check this out and you know it's like you know when an editor calls you in and they want you to watch a cut and then yeah. you give notes and then you you know it's just like ah, i miss Aww, that you know that's cute you know, it was really fun and we're still working on it we're almost done but you know people are sending photos and I'm getting photos from people I don't even know, you know, friends of my mom that ha they just happen to have all these photos I've never seen before. And I'm going through boxes that I didn't know I had. Um, you know, I even found a, uh, a little box uh, of my dad's stuff from when he traveled in Russia and when he threw these parties in San Francisco and like stuff that I'd never seen before. Like mm -hmm. photos of him on this volcano, you know, when he was in his 40s and just like cool stuff, you know, so all these relics. And, um, you know, I'm scanning and making my digital folders. So I've got like, you know, photos on my computer. I have photos on my phone. People are texting me photos. They're emailing me photos. They're sending me Dropbox links. <laughs> it's all very confusing. But what's interesting about it is in, in trying to find photos of my mom, we're doing, we're doing it chronologically, which is actually pretty cool. So it starts out with like the first picture of, you know, my mom is a baby with like her parents, you know, in one of those like black and white photos, you know, um, at Kmart or whatever. And, um, and then it just kind of goes all along until, you know, the last time we saw her kind of thing. And it's, it's weird to see your history in that way. It's like, I'm looking at my mom's history, but it's also part of, part of my history. It's like, I'm digging up the history of me because I'm seeing yeah. myself in photos that I've never seen before, where I'm like, I had really short hair and I'm like, who is that me? Like, you know, I'm like in the background <laughs> or something, or I'm at the dinner table and, and it's like, I've never seen this photo before. Wow. Is that what I look like? It was like a zillion years ago. And, you know, even like I found a, a photo of my sister yesterday and she looked really cute. She had like this cute haircut. She actually looked happy. And, um, <laughs> she was with some guy. I'm like, who is this guy? and just you know had to figure out like what what date was this what year you know and she's like oh yeah i dated this stanford grad for a minute and i'm like you did and i realized that was the year i was in paris which you know i missed a lot obviously when i was gone but it's just like wow like i really have a history like it's so talk about middle-aged it's <laughs> really a trip going through this process and i would have never thought you know years ago that i would ever be going through this process but it's it's neat and it's comforting, but it's also, you know, heartbreaking. And you really feel like the time goes really fast. But at the same time, 
you're like, wow, that was a long time ago. It's like this weird kind of, you know, mm -hmm. did that ever happen? You know, that chapter of my life. And it's been yeah. an interesting process. So the memorial is next weekend and it's going to be an informal affair, which I like because my mom was just, you know, she's, she was cute and festive and kind of a gypsy and she wouldn't have wanted anything too formal. So we, we've rented a place. It's a place that we've thrown parties at before. This is in Santa Cruz. And, you know, we're going to have like a fancy Mexican food truck and we're going to have like a band and, you know, we're going to have all of our art on the walls. It's going to be sweet. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also, I just, I guess I gotta, I gotta be okay with falling right back into, you know, everyone's going to talk to me and wonder how I'm doing. And, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's just going to be a can of worms, even, you know? Yeah. Even if it's, even if it's great, it's still draining. I mean, yeah. that's just what happens when, yeah, you've got to make small talk or even get into deeper stuff with a lot of people at once. Precisely. Yeah. So wish me luck. I will. You know, it's, it's, you mentioned sort of like photos where there are, I don't know, uh, where am I even going with this? When I was, when I was a kid and to this day, although somewhat less so, and I think, you know, it's just because everything's on my smartphone now, but I mean, I was obsessed with photography. Mm -hmm. It wasn't so much that I was like some great photographer, but my dad was very, very into photography. That was always his thing. He always had a camera. And so there are just a lot of photos, just, I mean, just, you know, huge dressers filled with photos. And of course, you know, these are like photos that had to be printed out back in the day. And I would every so often just be like, I want to go through all the photos, you know, and sometimes it's, it was a sort of a mess, you know, and my parents would be like, really, Sarah, you've looked at these photos a lot. No, no, I want to look at them again. Because mm -hmm. um, I love those moments. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of those photos, I haven't looked at in a really long time. I think my mom has organized them nicely. You know, they're, they're around somewhere. Um, but uh, that is, if that if there was anything in my life that was very, very meaningful to me, mm -hmm. there's kind of nothing tangible that is very meaningful to me, to be honest, except all those photos. Yeah, I know. And that- <sighs> Everything else is just kind of like, sure, it might be expensive and hard to replace, but like it is, it just doesn't mean anything to me except stuff like that. Um, no, it's so true. And, and uh, hey, just, I am so grateful that, so my boyfriend's a photographer and he's always shooting stuff and I'm so grateful for it. He, he's, he's, he's very artistic. He very much is. Yes. He's uh He's very and in a good way. Yeah. I mean, that in, in the best way possible. Like he's, he's cool. He's got a good, yeah, eye. he's, he's definitely an artist for sure. Um, and he has his, his thing, things that he sees that nobody else sees. Um, but, uh, he takes a lot of photo, like he has a bunch of different Polaroid, like nice Fuji Polaroid type things, instant cameras. He has a bunch of other cameras too, but he's really into this whole, uh, instant thing right now and the, there's like different formats there's like the wide format and like the really small ones and he took it out to the beach yesterday and he's just documenting our life which I'm so grateful for that I have like this personal documentarian because I'm you know I'm kind of got my my nose in the flowers I'm just like taking pictures of bees and stuff so um so I'm really yeah. glad that that, I know. that he's around yeah my uh I think, you know, I, I blamed my smartphone uh, for nothing earlier, but, it, and there's nothing to blame. I mean, I pretty much never don't have my phone mm -hmm. on my person mm -hmm. or at least like close to me. 
which is funny because now that I'm rocking this Apple Watch, uh, I I got cellular um, data turned on because I was like, yeah, it might be kind of interesting to just you know use your watch, mm -hmm. but it's like, but it's not a camera. Yeah, you know, like it's true. The, ha not having a camera on me is kind of weird to mm -hmm. me. I don't always take pictures of everything all day, every day. But when you see oh, something, yeah, you want to have you know, something do a little there for sure. Yeah, and it's like it might not even go anywhere. No one else will see it. I have this thing with license plates, and I love vanity plates, <laughs> and so I take pictures of other people's vanity plates. And it, you know, it's like I don't know. I just that that still is it's, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I there was a time where I would have just been like constantly taking portraits of my friends mm -hmm. and i don't really do that so much anymore and part of me is like maybe it just we all have that capability so it feels a little bit like oh are you gonna be that guy mm -hmm. like kind of invasive type mm -hmm. thing i don't know i don't know i i i think about this all the time because yeah. i love photography and i love uh, you know all the options we have it just you know it's a personal personal journey. it is and and it just changes you know like I used to do tons of art like I mean I did a lot of a lot more artsy photography and sculpture and like I'm like what art am I going to do uh, at some point I hope that I will do some kind of traditional art uh, but I don't know what it will be and yeah, I'm really curious to see how how we we all change and evolve anyway so mm -hmm. Sarah Yes, Heather. <laughs> How you feeling over there? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> Doing pretty good. Let's it's do raining. a little check-in. Let's do a little check-in. Uh, besides being slightly over-caffeinated, I'm doing really well. Uh, if you are also doing well, uh, we would love to know. Uh, we, we always tell you this, but do email us. You got something on your mind. Maybe we strike a chord uh, in our conversations because sometimes Heather and I feel like we live in a vacuum, but I know we don't. You're all with us along for the ride. Hi at havesuchagoodday.com is where you can send in some thoughts. And just a reminder that if you are not a patron and you would like to consider directly supporting the show, patreon.com slash havesuchagoodday is where you can find out more about what to do there. Thank you to all of our patrons. Uh, you do help us keep the lights on, literally. And, uh, you know, one of the perks uh, for $5 a month or more, uh, but but that's the minimum. You could join our Discord if you're if you're a chatty type, you know, you like chatting with, with like-minded folks online. We've got a really good group in there and we're always looking for more more folks to to, to hang out with in between shows. Or, you know, you can be an observer, a fly on the wall, a wallflower. Um, and that not too. chime in yeah. very much and just stalk us all. But yes, you guys. I mean, I do that yeah. sometimes. I, there are sometimes <laughs> full weeks that go by where I'm like, oh, our Discord is so fun. And then I realize I kind of haven't said yeah, anything. Totally. But I've just been, you know, catching up I on like everybody I like hearing else. The, uh, the little alerts because like Discord has a very specific sound when someone pings. I mean, I, I have like the sound alerts uh -huh. on. I don't see it like as a banner or anything, but I always like, I'm like, oh, someone said something. It's so exciting. Anyway, Sarah, this has been a hoot. I know, it is. It's, um, it's always fun to yak, it, yak up a storm with you. It has. I agree. I agree. I also like yaks. Oh, me too. The animals. Totally. Yaks are, I mean, very cool. You don't hear about I don't about think yaks I could have often. a pet yak anytime soon. <laughs> You don't. And why I would like to, is it called I a yak? I would like to hear more about yaks. What is the origin story of the I don't know. name yak? Very bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 this is probably something we can I'm find gonna on Google the internet. It. If only. 
If only we had the tools to or do maybe that. Maybe I'll ask Jeeves. But yes, so uh, <laughs> without further ado, <laughs> ask Jeeves, Heather. Yes, I will go to Netscape Navigator and we can compare notes later. Sounds good. <laughs> we're we're going to go ahead and wrap up this show, though, because it's getting weird. Uh, episode 145 <laughs> is in Le Can. And uh, how do you say can in French? Ooh, can in French. Um, maybe Le Can? I, I don't even know, actually. Huh. Yeah, huh. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, I, I know. I was, I was sorry. I bombarded you with. Oh, that maybe maybe it's like so it's something like canet or something. It's like it's something similar to. Uh-huh. It's like got the root cans like canet or something like that. Yeah, don't quote me on it. Okay. Yeah. yeah so uh, episode one hundred forty-five is in Le Canet <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> something something similar. Uh, <laughs> And uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun, and we're gonna do it all again next week. And I am until then, definitely. I will remain Sarah, and I'm gonna be Heather. I'm not gonna be Sarah. Sarah, you're not gonna be me. <laughs> Don't even try it. <laughs> no, we're not gonna switch bodies. Nope. Not this week, Heather. <laughs> nope, not gonna do it. Thanks everybody for listening, and we hope you have such a good day. Until next time, ciao. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.